Hello and welcome to Modern Toy Fair. Today we're going to answer the question if the Star Wars Black Series needs an overhaul. Somehow, three and three quarter has returned. I am your host, Mr. Modern Toy Fair, and I am joined by the founder of the NECA Illuminati, the delayer of shipments, the procrastinator of pre-orders, the YouTube wife, Mrs. Modern Toy Fair, Jamar underscore games. But that's not all. I'm also joined by the man Modern Toy Fair has full custody over. The man Optimus Prime popped and he refuses to stop. The Twilight Knight, the Master of Mac, the three pump chump of taking the show off the rails. Nate. What's up? How you guys Hello. doing? I'm doing okay. Jamar, how are you? Just okay. I, I mean, screw how I'm feeling. You just watched Mario. You I should did. be. Oh, I didn't know that's what you saw. I, I just... Oh, I thought that's. I just assumed. Yeah. No, I, I typed that in there. I said I was okay. seeing Mario at 620. <laughs> so I was I just like rolling it. down the day. So I was like letting you know what I, how the day was rolling out. So that's why I could hopefully be here in time to record. I mean, I remember the 620 so, part. I, I apparently blocked you out the Mario part. Out. In my yeah. defense, you forgot yeah, the beginning Mario. of the show five minutes after we discussed it. So, <laughs> I did, I did, I did, because I was I was late getting on. I had to take a slight detour uh, on the way to the show oh, okay. um, to take care of some business, and so yeah, I'm intrigued again, but not that kind of business. Oh, I mean, know. yeah, same, yeah, okay. But uh, <laughs> hey, speaking of taking not care really of speaking of, yeah. Let's talk about the Black Series a little bit. Yeah, that's something that we don't really talk about. A lot of people don't, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> apparently. Um, but yeah, so over the past few years, it seems that the line has kind of gotten a little cold with the fan base. Um, a lot of people are usually more upset with it than happy about it. More people seem to be leaning towards the vintage collection, like someone here on the, your screen. Um <laughs> Even like recently, we had Star Wars Celebration, and they announced a bunch of figures, and the Black Series stuff seemed pretty 50-50. There was a couple things people were excited about, but a lot of people, including yourself, Nate, were very unhappy with some of the offerings. So I'm, I'm actually going to hand it off to you, because you can kind of give us more of a baseline of what is kind of going on, and then we'll go from there. Yes, so I'm going to run down very briefly my Star Wars history. So my Star Wars action figure history. Um, I have been collecting Star Wars figures since 1980. Okay, I was yeah, I, I was literally that literally that was the, the two things I got for the first time ever was a Yoda and Chewbacca. I may have mentioned that on the show one time before, but so I bought those from 1980 to 1985. So when those stopped, but then in 1995 when Power of the Force came back in, I was all in on those. Like I, you know, super muscular Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. you know, all of those uh, up through you know Episode One, The Phantom Menace. I was you know all in on those. It really what broke me was the fact that in 2002 when Attack of the Clones came out, I moved out of my parents' house. So. Mm-hmm. I suddenly had less, you know, income. So that is where my Star Wars action figure collecting kind of slowed down and actually was pretty non-existent for a long time until I picked it back up here or there with occasional Revenge of the Sith stuff or, you know, some Clone Wars stuff and things like that. I, like a lot of people, kind of let it go in the late 2000s when what, what many would say is the absolute golden era of modern Star Wars with those, the character selection and the... Um, items that were available, you know, giant vehicles and mm-hmm. play sets and, and, and really good. They, they were really, you know, really perfecting that three and three quarter inch sculpt. 
Um, but they, you know, went through a couple of years of really banging some things out and they, they were really stuck at that point. So as a brand, Star Wars was kind of stuck. There was no new movies on the horizon there. You got to remember, this is like around 2011 after Revenge of the Sith. It was kind of just that. Yeah. Yeah. Clone Wars, um, you know, was out, but it wasn't it wasn't what it is today, ironically, Mm. like while it was running, it was. I mean, initially, it wasn't even that I I know I'm all over the place, but initially it wasn't even that well thought of because the first season, maybe the first two seasons are pretty rocky, really found its audience later, which is why those figures skyrocketed the price. Either way, in 2012, they introduced the Black Series. So this was the six inch. This was supposed to be like the ultimate collector's line characters. Well, the sculpts were incredible. Accessories. It was amazing. That that first wave was awesome. It came with R2-D2. Um it came with Luke Skywalker, X-Wing pilot with a removable helmet and like cool tubes and web gear on his, you know, thing. And like uh, a lightsaber hilt that would actually hang, um, I believe different hands. The Darth Maul was actually, you actually could pull his, change out his head, but his other head had a complete other robe on it. So you had like the robed version. Mm-hmm. You had all the different forms of the, the lights. I mean, it was really packed out. Um, and all of a sudden Star Wars was huge again as far as action figures goes and then you know the announcement of the movies the new movies happened and um regardless of how anyone feels about those movies i'm just going to sidestep that conversation altogether but they were pretty adhered to that as far as making figures from those movies and i would honestly say there's a lot of things in those movies that are very toyetic they chose not to make those figures um they also tended they were also at the same time kind of like really cannibalizing themselves with their three and three quarters line because they had ceased production on any like real um super articulated figures they tried a a black series three and three quarter inch but it just didn't people were mad then because they got rid of the vintage collection Mm -hmm. and it was a whole thing and so then they just started doing five points of articulation figures which was when I was kind of like swayed because I was a hardcore three and three quarter inch guy and stayed away from black series but by the time like the first movie of Force Awakens and those figures were clearing out to make room for new figures, I, I started getting into it because like, I was getting them cheap and stuff like that. So then I became a six inch collector and I was all about it. Um, but then again, they, they were very tied to those movies and, and some of those things, I don't know that the character that they made action figures of should have been made action figures of. Then you start getting into the lukewarm reception of the second movie, which then, you know, followed by some people's, you know, reaction to the third movie. And then all of a sudden you're, you're kind of in a pickle. Yeah. Then the Mandalorian comes along, reignites everything. Black series is on fire again with the Mandalorian. They, they bring back the vintage collection sort of in earnest and just kind of, you know, doing repacks and a couple other occasional new figures um but really for the most part putting its focus on the black series um does that get us is that is that a good did i answer everything that i was supposed to um i mean yeah you, you gave us a good idea of like leading up to it so okay that puts us at what probably around season two mandalorian roughly time wise mm-hmm. in the in the star wars yeah universe, so yeah. At that point, it like they, you know, Black Series was the main focus. Obviously, mm-hmm. at some point in the past two years or so, post pandemic, mm-hmm. 
they shifted that focus because now it seems like the vintage collection, while still not getting some characters that you would think would be a necessity for the line, it's pumping out new characters regularly, unlike it was before, correct? It is. It is. Um, they do have a lot of catching up to do. And there is... Uh, this is a tough thing to answer, because really, I wouldn't even say Vintage Collection was... Like, this was the first time that Vintage Collection completely showed up the Black Series at a, mm -hmm. a panel presentation or live stream. This was, like, the first time that people were kind of like, whoa, like, we're definitely feeling it here. There has been, and I can't even include myself in this. I got into the Vintage Collection in uh, the end of 2021. So, and just so I to be clear, some... you're saying the showing up happened at the most recent Star Wars Celebration panel. Yes. So, okay. Yes. 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 Um, I started getting it back, like seriously, get back into getting Vintage Collection in in late 2021. I had bought here and there, and and had always, but I decided I want a, a full carded run and i no longer really wanted my black series stuff because it was taking up too much room i wasn't getting what i felt was um the characters that i wanted and also and i think this is where everything starts to shift and the entire conversation starts to shift is the vintage collection is the world building scale mm -hmm. this is where we get our has labs i mean i was i was in on the sail barge and that that also really Honestly, that's where like the reignition of three and three quarter inch came from. Mm -hmm. Collecting the, the black series came at the end of still at the end of twenty twenty one, but or vintage collection. Uh, but yeah, definitely because then you had that, then you had the Razor Crest. Um, you know, huge successful Haslabs, and while a lot of them have been retools or reuses or whatever, they're, they're, they've still brought out some several vehicles over the last few years. Granted, they're a lot more expensive than they used to be, but. Um, it just lends itself better to, um, you know, that world building. And then those, you get those display sets. Like you have, I'm, and I'm kind of looking at the boxes because they're just out of my eyesight, but the Navarro Cantina, the carbon freezing chamber, the Tandem 4 uh, hallway. Um, and then just recently the um, uh, shield generator bunker. Um, you know, those are really cool, especially for, again, for people who are setting up really cool dioramas mm -hmm. or maybe doing mm -hmm. photography. And then you start talking about that. Well, you've got all this ready-made, you know, diorama pieces and vehicles at the smaller scale. Then you're paying less, although those prices are going up. They're still less. Um, and you can afford to maybe a little bit more, you know, start to army build a little bit because army building at the six-inch scale uh, can be problematic. And I think that's where, you know, people really started to get excited. And, you know, I, I watch like I watch Boss Bounty is, is probably the biggest, you know, personality or YouTuber that's currently on that is dedicated directly to the vintage collection. Um, and I started watching his stuff because as I was getting into it and really kind of keeping my eye focused towards that community and myself, you know, jumping onto the bandwagon there. Now, I don't say that in a negative way, but literally getting on that grassroots, you know, kind of thing and cheering on the vintage collection has only seen it grow steadily. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm not the only one um, that's done this and, and kind of, you know, flipped totally on what they were originally collecting. And while Black Series has always been Hasbro's favored, uh, as far as getting new sculpts and getting new characters out there, I don't always know that that works for its benefit. Mm -hmm. And uh, the price increases and the shipping... Um, you know, weird things, I think really kind of then started that. 
looking at black series ah is this really worth it do i want to bother with this it's they they were so hard to get in stores stores weren't stocking them you had to only order them online um so i yeah um but yeah yeah cuz i know i'm rattling on it no point. no that that's no, why I, I wanted to pass it on to you cuz you have the most knowledge in this series because like i i love star wars i i was you know, a part of that three and three quarter boom where like when you got out where they, you know, that was when I was getting into it. I had all like a yeah. bunch of the ships and stuff. I loved it. It was great. Um, and then eventually when they came out with the black series, I was like, Oh great. Six inch figures, even better. That's like where I want it to be, but that didn't get the world building that I wanted out of it. And so mm-hmm. eventually like over time, I just kind of grew less and less interested in it. And now it's the point where I have a couple of them just because they're characters I like, but it's not anything like it was years ago for me. Um, and and I guess the, my, my question would be, so as like a lot of the fans are kind of upset with the black series because of the character selection that they keep getting. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's a lot of the same characters. If it is, it's not the version of the character they want. Um, the new characters, they aren't, allegedly as accurate as they want them to be because it has some reuse here and there, which is going to happen in any toy line. Um, and like some stuff is getting bundled into two. It's basically starting to get Marvel legends syndrome where like some of the cooler stuff is getting put into two packs to get that premium price. Uh, you've got repaints and, you know, reissues of figures, which in some cases, which in a lot of cases isn't bad because it gets people who are new to the line in, but in others, it, if it's not something that's really a desired thing, uh, i.e., the uh, the wonderful uh, three pack that they announced at Celebration that you uh, at first I thought was really cool, and then once I realized it was Black Series and also it didn't come with the bridge, and that was very yeah, it was very uh, confusing and disappointing, um, which seems to be I like how everyone felt about it. Um, so it just really feels like the six inch line. At this point, like while it's great, is it really beneficial for them to keep doing it? I yeah, and I and I wonder about that a lot because um, I think a lot of it started when I don't, I don't know if it was a gap in you know production as far as you know how far ahead they they get stuff. That's always going to be an issue, and that that does affect both lines. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know they were they were getting figures out for the Mandalorian, which was hot at the time, and then things kind of snowballed because then then that's when you started getting carbonized figures, which mm-hmm. were pretty you know yeah it was just weird. It was that weird bronze just like chrome yeah like yeah. yeah so you had those you had the credit collection which I you thought had those were cool. the holiday holiday figures those are cool. I thought each I thought each initial wave of all of those was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the original, um, you know, um, carbonized ones. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. It was second sister from the video game and somebody else. And I was like, that's neat. I think it was maybe Boba Fett. And then like, then they just kept doing it. And then the price got higher. I thought they did the carbonized stuff started back when the Mandalorian first came out. Cause I thought they did like, it was like a rare chase kind of thing. Like, you, like the first like shipment was the no. carbonized. And then the second shipment was not. No. Um, you're thinking of the white boxes. There was a like chase variant. First no, there, was, there was the ones that had like the metallic boxes and they had like the slightly different paint job. I thought. Right. 
those were not like chases. Oh, I thought they were just you like they you, you had a chance they to did, find they didn't the store. Come out they... Early. They didn't come out early. They came out at the same time. I don't know, at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a situation where like you so, did, you weren't guaranteed to find them because not all stores seemed to get them is what it seemed well, like. They were they were exclusive to, to different stores. Okay, that makes sense. And that was the thing with all of those things. So the credit collection was the same. So Walmart had one. Amazon had one. Um, yeah. You know. GameStop. GameStop Target. had one. All of those. The same with the holidays ones. And as dumb as those were, I thought like – the first line I was like hey those are kind of neat you know and i got a couple of them just as decorations but then they did a second wave which didn't even come out at, at christmas time it was so bizarre and they're going to do a third it's things like that and so like those constant repaints not even reuse reuse is going to happen mm-hmm. retooling is going to happen all of that is completely understandable but when it is literally just repaint after repaint after repaint it, it does start to then you know wear on collectors because and I, I definitely have done this, and I recommend no one do this, but you do have completists out there who will stop at nothing to have every version of everything. And that is a quick way to get burnout. And I know that that's their fault, mm-hmm. in, in quotes, but you know Hasbro does continue to put this product out knowing that the Star Wars license does you know involve at least a, a certain minimum amount of sales. You yeah. know? So they're going to try something. Um but I do think that that really wears on people. And um, also what doesn't help, and this affects the vintage collection as well, but it's not, it didn't seem to be as bad except until recently. And that was the super spotty pre-order process. So you would have one figure revealed, kind of like what they're doing now with Mando Mondays or whatever, Mando mania, one figure is revealed. And then a month later, another figure from the same wave is revealed, but it's two different pre-orders you know, things. And that's irritating, you know, cause it's people still get this, you know, anxiety over, you know, making sure they get their pre-orders mm-hmm. in, not that you won't be able to find most of this stuff. if not at retail a month later at some toy store or toy, you know, yeah. show for at worst $5 more. Cause most know, of the vintage collection of stuff isn't exclusive anywhere. No, it, well, except for like the Hasbro pulse has the multi-packs that they do. Yeah. And they've they've got they've got several Target exclusives lately, and they've had several Walmart exclusives, but they oh, weren't. News to me. Yeah, they weren't like, um, uh, you know, like a whole like wave of something scattered across multiple stores. Like for instance, like this was one of the Walmart exclusives that I showed off last week. Okay. So, for people who are collecting them by the number, you know that they, they want to get them, but any of these, any any of the Walmart ones have been available through fan channels. And third-party uh, retailers later, anyway. So it's never really that difficult. I mean, I was walking around your your store, pointing out all the different mm-hmm. Walmart quote-unquote exclusives there 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 were there. Well, even the Black like, Series, oh, I guess. the uh, the yeah, that, Clone Wars stuff too. was supposed to be exclusive, and then later Walmart. on it became everywhere. Yeah. Um. So I think that's definitely where things hurt is is through all of that. And then yeah, at this at this recent celebration, this was crazy because I, I don't know if they. I don't know if they had shown everything, but this is the first time where I felt like, uh oh, like something's not right here. Because, yeah, they showed off that three pack, which is contentious as it is. Um, you're going to have people, no matter what, you know, I'm talking about the, the, the ghost Jedi trio. Most people dislike the addition of Hayden Christensen at the end of Return of the Jedi. It's just, 
it just doesn't make sense. I don't care how big of a prequel fan you are. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, because he wasn't that person the grand... anymore. Like, but even when, at right. the end when they refer to him as Anakin Skywalker, he's still the, the crispy old man in the suit. Yeah, exactly. And then he was the less crispy old man as a ghost. And you're mm-hmm. like, hey, that must be him. Because you knew the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the ghost thing just drives me the, the young in because it's like you know you went bad murdered so many people throughout the galaxy but as long as is you know <laughs> I guess as long as you repent at the end you're good and you get to be young and hot for the rest of your life I mean isn't that the biggest fuck you to Obi Wan I mean Yoda <laughs> like ever like, but think about it Obi-Wan, it's it's literally a, a crazy uh, wizard religion so it makes sense that that would be like their thing as long as you repent at the yeah. end you're good. Yeah. So, yeah. So as long as you go by a different that? name when you become a monster, don't even get me started on that. I there are. I don't think there are any changes that were made to the movie that really actually. Help oh no! It in all any the way, all the wonderful, form. shady changes that George made were. Pointless. The only thing, the only, the only thing that was good, I think, was just like reducing some of the mat lines here and there, and some of the special effects. That was it. Mm-hmm. Like cool the rancor didn't have that weird orange line around it okay yeah. that's cool that was helpful having a dancer go oops whoa i i anyway we're <laughs> off topic and oh man Jordan, do you have any questions you've well, been very quiet i know you haven't had a chance to really say yeah anything. i mean it's not really i i was just more so curious i everything you've mentioned makes total sense why like the line could be in trouble if we will, since you know we're alarmists. But like, <laughs> do you think that like, because what I'm just going based off of my personal like experience with like the Black Series, I was really all in on Black Series during like the movies coming coming out. So like once we got um, Force Awakens, I was like, oh my god, I just have to get these. Oh my god, they're like they're releasing like. You know, I got to get a Luke. I got to get, you know, so forth. So it kind of like died after that buzz and excitement went away um, for the shows. I don't feel like it's the same. Like, I love Mandalorian. So cool. Absolutely got to get that. And uh, it just doesn't seem to have like that same pool, like inner excitement. So if there could it just be that, like you said before, like it was tied to kind of like these movie releases and doing figures and stuff for that. And then, well, things didn't go too well based on other people's opinions. Could they just be like, well, fuck, we we don't we got to throw just whatever the fuck we can out here now because we don't have the movies. And it seems like it's going to be a minute, you know, before we we see anything else. So could that be why? Because that's why I was like, all right, well, I don't know. I guess I'll just get rid of these. That was basically yeah. my approach. I, I totally agree. And I don't think. You know, they spent so many years, you know, making figures of those movies. And, like, somebody had to be, like, maybe making a figure of Vice Admiral Holdo is is not the best idea. And I don't care if you love that movie or you love that character. I'm putting it out there right now. I don't mind the movie. I don't mind the character. Do I need a six-inch action figure for her? No. She doesn't do a lot. She's not visually striking. Other than the fact that she's Laura Dern very beautiful woman uh but she wore just like a dress <laughs> and she you know had no accessories she had no i mean nothing i mean that yeah, was it yeah. and it's just like 
that's that's what they're kind of doing. And like I see every announcement, and it is it's almost like you can tell the Indiana Jones line is tied into it because just it's like another boring old guy. And you know, Andor didn't help things. Yeah. And I think I think ultimately that's gonna hurt it because yes, while the vintage collection community is like, oh, we only got two Andor figures, maybe shut shut the fuck up right now and not worry about that we only got two because we don't want something to totally clog up the shelves. And I think that's one of the things that's helping vintage collection is it is a slower pace to mm-hmm. get certain figures out. We all know from experience, once we complete that collection, we lose interest in it. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the hunt is gone looking for it. So you want something that's always going to continue. I will tell you right now, because of my weird psycho psychosis, whatever, one of the things that really led me to the vintage collection was the fact that they were numbered. And that gets at the brain of certain collectors, and they won't let it go. Well, that was you were like that, that Black Series, though, weren't you? No, um, they came numbered, which mm-hmm. is cool. Um, but I opened them, so I didn't okay. care about. I didn't care about the sense. numbers. Um, but yeah, the Vintage Collection—they're numbered, and the other thing is, is that Vintage Collection never restarted it, its numbering. So when it came back after that hiatus, it picked up on the next number whereas black series has continually mm-hmm. restarted their numbering which i do think hurts um but uh forgot where i was going with that because that was uh that was a lot yeah so um part of it is the fact that there's still a lot of characters that really need to be made and we're not getting a ton of the new media at one time and while we look at that like when black series gets and i say we because we're talking i'm talking about like that community and i don't want i don't want there to be an us versus them but you kind of can't help it especially when you leave a collection and totally go to the other side um you know i i don't remember where i was going with that <laughs> it was us versus them like don't be too thirsty for more and or oh right yes we're yes. taking our time yeah yeah right yes because you know part of it is that hunt and there's still those great characters that need to be made where a lot of these guys have already come out in black series like i mean i think like there's going to be a total of like 12 to 15 and or figures still to come out and again there's no aliens like where are all the aliens you know, well, Star Wars is like, made up of amazing creatures and aliens, and they don't seem to want to release figures of that. And I know that nobody wants to release figures of the sequel trilogy right now, but more Knights of Ren, the fucking Crimson yeah. Corsair from the uh, uh, the Cantina scene of The Force Awakens, that dude is so awesome. They made him in a, they've only made him in a five inch, five points of art, I'm sorry, three and three quarter inch. Uh, five points of articulation figure and he's so awesome looking visually i i gotta i need that guy um so i just that hurts too and you know now then just put on the plastic free packaging whether you you know that's i know they're reversing it but i, I have a hard time believing they're gonna re-release a bunch of figures that they already put yeah, out yeah. in windows now so yeah where's the aliens yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I feel like that's, that's more of that's a Star not. Wars problem, not a that's, Hasbro. That's problem. what I was say. It I is, mean, a lot of these shows seem... like aren't as alien. Like Mando is alien heavy, but like correct. No, you're correct, but there is still a lot from the original trilogy that could mm-hmm. be made. I mean, they you know uh, this is going to sound like super racist, but like 
hammerhead, um, uh, squidhead, uh, prune face. Weren't those um, their actual names though? Th- that's th- I'm going by their old Kenner names. Okay. That's what it's, it would say on the on the package, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Squidhead. That's like his name's Tessic, but Squidhead is so much cooler because it sounds like you're just being a jerk. What's up, Squidhead? <laughs> I was like, is, is this it, racist or is it, or to is it aliens? I actually don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it might be Squid. Squidface. Squidhead or Squidface? Squidface yeah. sounds better. It Squidface does sound better, but it also sounds jerkier. Exactly. That's why it sounds better. Squidface. Yeah. 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 I can't. I can't remember right now. But Walrus Man, Hammerhead, Walrus Man. They made. But uh, is that the one who's got like the the nutsack mouth? The bu- yeah 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 okay yep mm. yep. I have him. Not shocked. So, yeah, I have a lot of them actually. So, but yeah, there's a lot of cool things that still can be made. Um, but on the other point that I wanted to make, that even more is even more topical. Yesterday was the pre-orders for those uh items that were announced at celebration so that three pack uh for black series and the other thing which is kind of a pisser which is the job of the hut set which it comes with all the san diego exclusive stuff from like 10 years ago which like the the armrest and the hookah and the salacious crumb that all came in a set years ago so they're giving them that now but there's still no base for it to sit on which they put it in the vintage style box which really pissed me off because that looks so that was cool. the thing that, that confused me is all of these things are getting the vintage yeah. style stuff so that's why i was like oh that's vintage collection oh that's yeah. and it's like oh no that's all black yeah. series i'm like oh that's a weird choice yeah and there's not a, it, it it's sense. hard to get a java right now in the, in the vintage collection um he's very sought after would have been nice to get a re-release of that mm-hmm. um but that was really it i mean that was really all they put up for you know that and you know vintage collection had quite a few um, things to show off and then um one of the things that they showed was a brand new tooled vehicle uh, which is the n1 starfighter from mm-hmm. the mandalorian it is not a Haslab. it is you know a brand brand new vehicle i mean there's not a lot of brand new vehicles i think the last absolute brand new one um, strangely enough, was the Rise of Skywalker, uh, Poe Dameron X-Wing. That was not a re-tool. That was actually a whole new sculpt. Um, but we just don't get those very often. And it was very expensive. It's at one. It was one thirty. Okay, that's um, I'm not. I, I'm not going to pretend for an, a, a second that a toy that size at that price is ridiculous. But it, it is in line with prices of other things. Mm-hmm. So. If that makes sense, I'm not trying I mean, to comparatively because the the, the, the oh, right. starship is absurd. Like it's it's almost three hundred. It's two hundred. Yeah. What? Well, yeah. I thought it was like two fifty. At independent stores, it's two twenty. Okay. Uh, Pulse has it at two hundred. The the thing there is that that's that particular sculpt has been around for years. Mm-hmm. It's not like that was all new. You know, that'd be different if that was a brand new Slave One mm-hmm. that came out for two hundred bucks. I'd be like, okay, I get it. It's it's because it's a big size. Uh, but no, it's been it's been released like four times. Had it been like actually in scale, I probably would have that would that'd be the tipping point for me if some of these vehicles. Oh, were it's actually, in scale. I mean, oh, com- it is it because every time I, I see these things with the figures, it doesn't look like it's in scale compared to like that scene I mean, in Cloud City where like Boba Fett is leading the people who are carrying Han Solo on a slab into his his ship. Like it looks massive. Even in the book of Boba Fett, it looked massive. And in figure this form, is it didn't. the yeah. This is the they've done different scales of this over the years. This is the most like in scale. Oh, that was dope! That that that's ever fucking been. switched like cool. that. 
Yeah, so and he's in there. Mm-hmm. So there's actually room for three in the cockpit. Um, yeah, if you actually took down the ramp like it was in the movie and then like... I guess so I kind of like, see Okay, that looks a lot better. It still doesn't look quite as big yeah. as it should, but it looks a lot better than it does on the package. I kind of see I, what you mean. I still think it should be bigger. I mean, yeah. it's it's the biggest it's ever been, and it's the biggest we're ever going to get. But still, you know, like I said, this thing's been released. Well, this is the one previous, mm-hmm. so I didn't I didn't even get the new one. Um, I don't know. So. It's still dope as hell, and I'm just like it, it's oh, always yeah. so tempting. But knowing that yeah. it's not like and not like fully in the scale that I feel it should be, it, that's enough to keep me away and keep me safe. I don't. Yeah, that's enough to keep you away. Yeah, because like even like the barge is not like as mm-hmm. in scale as it should be you yeah. really can't have you know it's just yeah, not I mean, that wide watch me um, away. yeah well i mean that could be too <laughs> you give me but like no but there are people who those, will those went, up, those went up for pre-order um it's sold out at pulse it's sold out on amazon um the and i Java? think maybe no the the n1 oh that's a, the n1 doesn't surprise mm-hmm. me at all yeah and i it's amazing it's awesome like to see something like that from the vintage collection make that kind of noise like that um People, if if you're watching and you want to get that, do not panic. Buy that. Oh yeah, it's gonna and, be everywhere. Cause it's already on. It's on eBay for like three hundred dollars, and people are idiots because <laughs> it's not gonna ship until later this year. Um, it'll it'll be available just because these pre-orders sold out doesn't mean you're not gonna be able to get it. Mm-hmm. But it is encouraging though to see that level of enthusiasm because I think the N1 sold out on Pulse within like two hours. I don't know how many they were allotted. It doesn't matter. To me, that's a good sign. Yeah. And then also just the reaction that the Vintage Collection got at Celebration, the other things that they showed, the pipelines that they revealed, um, all of those were very, very exciting. Yeah, well, Celebration also showed off uh, for Black Series some more 40th anniversary stuff, which are neat, but it was the Luke that people were supposed to get with the Rancor uh, and a Darth Vader with the removal helmet. actually. It might be. I, yeah, I, some, someone was comparison, uh, comparison, comparing it, and it's similar, but it's a, still different because it's actually true to his, um, I guess, Mandalorian timeline version. Because like instead no, of having boots, re- instead of having boots, he has wraps around his legs, um, and his tunic's a little well, bit longer instead of being. No, you might be thinking of because they announced like two loops this week. Oh, I'm th- one okay. is the one from Book of Boba Fett with Grogu. Okay. One is from Return of the Jedi. Oh, I was thinking of the one. I thought, sorry, I thought you were talking about the Grogu one. My bad. Yeah. No, it's all good. Uh, but again, that's kind of weird. Like, people should always have a Luke on the shelf. I get that. But, like, putting two, like, actually, like, three of them out within, like, the same time frame. But yet, I don't know. You haven't released one in a really long time. I, just decisions like that that just, like, that's weird. I mean, in their it's defense, it's really hard to capture Mark Hamill's likeness, so they probably avoid it like the plague. Well, they're not avoiding it right well, now. No, they're, they're saying know. they're making too many. Well, it's because they already made the heads. So they're like, well, let's pop it on two different figures. Oh. Uh, yeah. That could be two, but. Um, so what, I'm just curious, just, uh, just quick, like, what could the Black Series do other than, like, it, obviously just not do any of the things that you said that they were doing. But like, is there like a a specific thing of just like doing more retro figures, building out the world? Like, I mean, vintage collection, yes. Retro, no. Uh-huh. Um, and then I would love to, but for Black Series specifically, yeah, more aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and I would also slow down a little bit and I would also um, like, I don't want to say listen to the fans more, but, you know, really take into heart requests what's being said, what's being asked for. Um, I don't know if they do something like this in Black Series world, but the Vintage Collection side, um, the, the Star Wars Vintage Collection podcast, um, Star Wars, the Vintage Collection podcast, um, every year does a uh, March Madness bracket for requested mm, figures I and i know and it's been confirmed that many of the the hasbro team members you know watch you know watch that closely um and there's been a lot of stuff from that made so i don't know if there is something like That's that really for black cool. series but i think they really should kind of introduce that kind of thing in, within the fan community um you know it's tough i you know i definitely understand like where hasbro is at where where part of it can be really difficult because if you put one thing out people shit on it so you try something else and then people shit on that even though it might be kind of cool mm-hmm. but yeah it's it, it's tough but i i do think they need to slow down a little bit and start mixing um the waves up a little bit and that that upsets some vintage collection people because it takes too long to put teams together but you know maybe instead of releasing a wave with like six you know, and or figures, um, you know, maybe still release them all within that same calendar year, but maybe some in one wave, some in the next, maybe mix it up a little bit more. That actually is something that probably help Hasbro all all around with all their lines. If they did it. So like, okay, we're doing five, five waves this year. Each Mm -hmm. wave gets two figures from Mm -hmm. a specific movie or property or something like that. So that way then like, you continually have people shopping for something throughout the year, whether they only want the well, two characters from this or two characters that yeah, it sucks because you don't just get the instant satisfaction. But like Nate said earlier, once you complete things, suddenly it's less interesting. So it also keeps that yeah. hunt alive too. I just, I get what you're saying. It's not a discussion for that on this, this episode, but it just, with something like Marvel Legends for like MCU figures, well, that, that's a movie a, that's comes a out, yeah, slightly different scenario because that's what Star I mean. Star Wars like, always comes for... out after, where Marvel like MCU seems to be to the point because they're so before, backed up that or, they're coming yeah. out before or like right at it. So that's, that's a little different scenario. Yeah. Um, but like with Star Wars, you're not getting these figures till well Star after the, the shit's over anyway. So right, yeah. I I think one of the moves that they've made, they haven't hit stores yet, and I think they will be a big success. Uh, but like the Knights of the Old Republic figures that are coming out, mm-hmm. I would diversify the media, keep keep diversifying the media that it's coming from. I think those are big successes. Um, I think the publishing line, while not like a huge success, I think the newer wave with like Mara Jade, um, I think that is, you know, some things, some, some fan favorite characters like that, maybe Jason and Jaina Solo, something like that, and doing a Legends line. Um I think that would be kind of cool. I mean, you know, you have that's a really good opportunity in in Legends figures to reuse some stuff because you can like reuse bits of costumes or fab, you know, not fabrics but textures or something like that because you're you're you know making it from something that isn't necessarily you know in a movie where you could compare right. it to. So you, you got a little bit yeah, more of a, a use leeway. for reuse while making something different instead of a carbonized version or a um you know credit collection yeah, concept art. and then um i mentioned it briefly to you we were talking about two different things but um the the first edition boxes the white boxes they did that one time i thought that was a really cool way to do it because the only thing different there was the packaging 
And if you're a mint inbox collector, that that means something to you. If you're a loose mm-hmm. collector, you don't give a shit. And so um, it does give some people, you know, more of an initiative to, to hunt for stuff. And other people just may not care, that sort of thing. Um, so it's not going to bother them. They're not, if they're a loose collector, you're not going to be compelled yeah. to have all those. Because yeah. what does it matter? And I think something like that is really – I think that's fun for the hobby because – the insides are no different. I want to make that very clear. Nothing is different on the inside, just the outer box. Um, I just think those are, are fun ways to kind of, you know, change up the hobby a little bit. I sit up. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, on that note, let us know in the comments below. What do you think about the Star Wars Black Series? Do you think it needs an overhaul? What are your suggestions on what could help it? If you think it's healthy and it needs to stay the same, just let us know down below. As always, if you enjoyed this video, though, make sure to like and subscribe. Helps us out, lets us know we're doing a good job. Also gets you a bunch of toy-related content in your feed with reviews, let's poses, the live stream, and the podcast uh, with some other stuff sprinkled in between. If you'd like to help support us on this crazy journey, patreon.com forward slash modern toy fair. Link will be in the description below. We've got several tiers where you can make suggestions for the fake podcast at the end of this episode and many others. You can join us on a live stream and get physical prints of the photos I take, all sorts of stuff. So make sure to check that out for us. We appreciate it. tpublic.com forward slash modern toy fair if you'd like to get some shirts with some of the designs that we have on them. Everything from our logo, we've got the, was it uh, Cool Become Brave? Was that what it was with your face on it? Mm-hmm. Uh, which yeah. that's a, a callback to an episode of the weekly uh, live stream. You can go back and check that out. Uh, and a few others. So that also will be a link in the description below. You can check Jamar out over on metal.tv forward slash Jamar Games. Nate, what you got for us this week? Uh, this week, we have an amazing podcast that we're starting. It's a video podcast uh, that me and uh, Sukumatent is uh, working on and uh, this one is puppies and it's a completely inoffensive video podcast um, there's no way you can be offended because it's just video of puppies pictures of puppies puppies hanging out puppies sleeping puppies running puppies sniffing Puppies humping. Whoa. Jesus, that took a turn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, puppies Calm down, puppies. Humping. <laughs> My dog's almost four now, and, you know, he likes to hump the, his bed that he has out in the back garage when we hang out there. So, yeah. Puppies pupping. You can't be you can't be offended by a humping puppy. It's just nature. That's very true. Yeah. Although there is a news story that says otherwise. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. It is very weird. I don't think I want to know about that. Yeah. I don't think it is anything <laughs> other than, hey, she's pumping that. Yeah. Nope. Uh, on that I note, that. hopefully we'll see you next week. Same toy time, same toy fair channel. Thank you for watching. <laughs> Jamar's the one that made it weird.